Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. Well, let's get to Tom Stewart. He's been good enough to join us after a really professional performance by the Cats last night. We might pick this conversation up with him. Tom, thanks for joining us on Crunch Time, mate. Thanks for having me, boys. What, to tell, how slippery was it out there last night? We just having a conversation about Essendon players seeming to lose their footing a, a lot last night. Was it a particularly slippy, slippery Kidinia Park surface last night? Uh, um, I think what, the longer the game went on, I think it got a little bit better. I just think, obviously, the amount of moisture there was on top of the deck and then uh, add that to a soft ground, I think it just added up a little bit. Um, I didn't find it too bad, but um, I'm sure some boys did have some issues with it. So what sort of range of options do you have? Do you, do, how many pairs of boots, on, on, given a wet, you know, the, the, the prospect of it being a wet night, how many yep. pairs of boots do you take along to a game? Uh, I usually just take the two. Um, I, last night I wore a newer, newer pair of boots just so I made sure the moulds were a bit longer. Um, the the moulds can wear down a little bit if you have a pair of boots too long, so I just made sure I had a newer pair that, um, yeah, obviously the, the moulds are a bit longer, a bit fresher, and you get a bit more stick with them. Yep. Tom, Craig Jennings here. We are just talking about your first 100 games of AFL footy. Congratulations. It's just been a, a phenomenal start to your career. Um, you. I was really interested in the story around Matthew Scarlett getting you to, to your football club or to the football club. Uh, what's the best bit of advice he's given you along the journey? Um, oh, I think it was multiple little bits of advice, whether it was just tinkering with starting positions and just different moments in games, um, how to approach being, a, I suppose, a bit of a more of an undersized third tall and how I can still impact in the air and on the ground and just using my strength and, and backing myself in. But it was multiple small things along the journey. There wasn't one real pivotal thing that he um, told me that stuck true. It was more just small bits of advice and, and ways that I could still impact the game, whether it be on, on the, in the air or on the deck. And, um, I think it's just a, a multitude of things that have sort of culminated to, to the end result. So off-field, one of the great things at footy clubs is the nicknames we all get given. And I'm reliably informed that you've got three nicknames, the general, the scoreboard, and Griff. Can you go into detail yeah. on any of those? <laughs> um, well, the general is not true. That's been made up from a long time ago. That So as it goes, when I was playing VFL footy, Scott Selwood was playing in the VFL at the time. And he thought he'd have a bit of a laugh and try and make up a story that after one game I was running around telling everyone that I'm the general of the back one. And it actually just stuck. <laughs> As most great footy nicknames do, there's no real truth behind them. Uh, uh, scoreboard, yeah. there was a bloke at South Bar and he had the last, same last name as me. Um, his name was Johnny Stewart and he worked on the scoreboard. So I copped scoreboard for a while. <laughs> and then Griff, um, Stewie Griffin, our family guy, Zach Tui came up with that thing. It's hilarious and it's no good. So obviously <laughs> when you don't enjoy a nickname, they always seem to stick. And I've always got three pretty ordinary ones. 
<laughs> Tom, Justin Libby, just, just talking about your role. Um, obviously, in the last month, you're a very high position uh, halfback. As you said, we look at you and think, is, is he a key position player? Are you more the halfback flanker type? We're sort of saying more Corey Enright. You're saying mm. off air as well, weren't you, Dale? That, that sort of role, what sort of player you are. But just looking at your matchup, so we had the Charlie Cameron one last week. Are you, are you more suited to the, the taller type more than the, the speedy type? Do you, do you think that, Charlie, if you had to play Brisbane this week, would that be the matchup you take again? Or you think you go to more a taller type where you can use your strengths of intercept marking and so forth? Yeah, not really sure. Um, I think Scalo sort of comes to me each week and um, gives me a certain role to play, whether that's tall or small or, or that loose role. I'm just trying to adapt and, and add more strength to my bow. Um, obviously, the game evolves and adapts a lot. Uh, year on year, so the more uh, range of players I can play on or roles I can play sort of help the team. Um, obviously, last week, we as a team and myself individually didn't have our greatest game. We were all quite poor and um, we got sort of shown up in that area, but I think we came along last night and, and played a lot better after that first quarter um, and just played the game in a contest, which is what we need to do. Tom, which one would you prefer? I mean, and the, the obvious answer would be I'll do whatever the club needs to, me to do on that particular day. But if this is a final and your particular role, do you feel that you've got more impact on the game and support the team better when you are that roll-off intercept defender opposed to a lockdown like you have been the last couple of weeks? Um, oh, I mean, as you said, I will do whatever the team needs me to do. But I feel as though my greatest strength is understanding when my direct oppo isn't quite dangerous and then being able to peel off and help. Um, so whether that is playing on a, on a smaller type who plays a bit higher so I can peel off and, and help out with the big boys or, or playing deep, um, I'm comfortable with doing both. And um, Yeah, I mean, like, like you said, whatever the team needs me to do, I'll do, but I'll back myself in the air to, to come off and help no matter who I'm playing on. How much continuity do you feel like? You've got seven games remaining in the regular season before you launch into finals. Do you feel like you need, as a defensive group, to have the same system and the same people around you? And I look at the Rucks again, changed last night with Stanley and Blixar's Radicalia was out last night. We've had a combination of all of them throughout the year. And I guess the way that it filters through to you is whether Mark Blixar's is beside you or not. How much continuity do you need to have going into finals to know what the best lineup is for you? Um, oh, I mean, obviously every team would love to have the same 22 every week and have the same game plan roll out and all that sort of thing. But I feel as though our greatest strength is we can adapt and, and be able to shift throughout games. I mean, I thought Blitz, when he had to go up around the ball when Reese was a bit sore in that third, was, was fantastic again. And um, I've got massive, massive trust and belief in the blokes around me that we can get the job done um, no matter who we come up against. Um, yeah, I mean... We've had a lot of blokes roll through that back seven or eight, so um, I'd like to think that no, no matter what forward line we come up against, we can be quite stingy and, and not allow points against, and then obviously get off and help and, and rebound the ball back the other way. So that's my thoughts on that. Tom, for a long period of time now, I think Geelong's probably the best football club at changing the look of the game when things aren't going well, and clearly three to four goals behind early in the game last night. The whole game looked completely different after quarter time. Can you take us into that huddle, the mindset of the players, the belief, maybe some of the, the messaging or, or the change in structure that allowed you to get um, or to have such a dominant second quarter? Yeah, well, to be fair, we were really disappointed in our first quarter. Um, and Scotty isn't very... Uh, he's, he's quite good at keeping his emotions intact, but he let us know at quarter time that we went up to it. We, uh, we were poor in the contest. We allowed Essendon to, to keep the ball alive and, and get ahead of us in attack, which isn't the way we need to play the game. So 
we had to adjust our depth and defence and, and allow our off-ball players to get in behind us and then um, control the ball in the back half and then just give Hawk and Jez a look at some one-on-ones ahead of the ball. Um, and obviously disappointing with Jez going down, but he was electric in that second quarter and he really got us going. And obviously Hawk as well um, hit the scoreboard and impacted really well. So we just need to give those boys a chance one-on-one and um, building the ball from the back half, being a bit more composed. And then once we can get that ball in there to one-on-ones, it's, it's as dangerous a forward line as there is in the comp. So we just need to understand how to do that and, and when to go at the right times. Well, Tom, you've said something I've never heard before. Chris Scott keeps his emotions in check. <laughs> 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 I've known that man for a long time. If you've ever watched any of his old... Oh, you're an old Brisbane supporter, aren't you? From way back? I, think I, am, I am. I yes, am. Yes, yes, yes. He's a... You didn't get his autograph when you first met him or anything like that, did you? It's, uh, but, yeah, he's, he's actually quite a fiery guy, as you see, but he's obviously behind the scenes. He's got such that strategic brain. Um, the other thing we see with Chris as well over the last 12 months is that his look is changing more and more. Is there mm-hmm. much advice that the boys give him on his just his grooming and the, and the, the tan and his colour? Everything's sort of changing with Chris recently. Oh, I think just getting back up to Brisbane uh, in Queensland last year, I think he really embraced the... The weather and, and the shirt off walking around the Oval. and He's embraced the long hair and the beard as well, which I'm a big fan of. Um, I think Zach too, he came out a few weeks ago and said he's a very handsome man and he's playing to his strength. So I'll back those comments in as well. The headband's become a thing amongst you lot down there. If you, you want to be in that back sort of six or seven down there, is it almost mandatory these days that you've got to wear one? Well, I'm, I'm actually going to claim that. I've been wearing a headband since I was about 18 or 19 years old. So I think Blitz jumped on pretty early and, and likes to think he's got blonde hair. But I think if you look back in the history books, he's got short brown hair with not much going on upstairs. And uh, the boys have just grabbed onto it. They have. Um, Zach Hill, a big fan. Hendo's grabbed onto it. Collar's been in and out. and We're trying to get Tommy Atkins to wear one, but he's, uh, he's way too straight and narrow for that. But Jack Henry. Yeah. Yep. yeah, Jack's got one as well. So we might have seven of them come finals time if the boys grow their hair out. So we'll see Tom, how we we're go. talking everything but anything <laughs> regarding actual football or getting any relevant information out, which is perfectly fine with but me. But there's so such I'm, a well-known commodity, the Geelong On the headband yep. theme, and I saw this last night, why is Reece Stanley wearing a headband? His hair isn't long enough. Why has he jumped on board, Tom? I've got no idea, mate. Great answer. <laughs> I have no idea. Big fella. Um, I think he just might like the look, but, yeah, he has mm. no need for a headband. He's he needs to sort himself out. Yeah, I'm not sure smart. what he's doing. Hey, tell us about the, the ground, and we're always fascinated, and sometimes we go a little bit too far about the dimensions of GMHBA Stadium, but the scoring end. So, once again, the Bombers get off to a really good start, four goals to start the game. 18 of the 23 goals were kicked to the right of the broadcast last night. What is it about that ground in particular that you guys play so well and know it better than anybody that happens to always be the goal-scoring end? Yeah, it's, it's actually a really good point. I've, I've had that feeling throughout the game that it just felt as though that uh, the river end as it is, is just was just it felt a lot easier to attack into. Whether the, mm. the formation changed behind or whether there I'm not exactly sure, but it just felt as though it was a lot more free-flowing going back that other way. Um, I'd, I'd love to give you a, a gem or a bit of insight, but I have no idea why it happened. It just is well, it downhill? Um, yeah, no, is, well, is it you, slightly downhill? Yeah, well, it could be. It well, could it's be. when it you putt on a, on a putting green, Tommy. What, what the, the the putts will always break to the ocean. So Andy, perhaps, no, Andy. no. So perhaps <laughs> I'll give you a chance to respect this. You're going so too far. We're all searching for theories. Perhaps the ball travels further towards the river in Geelong. Who well, knows? It, if you want to look into it, there isn't a stand at the Gary Ablett Terrace that's Correct. Uh, covered, and there is at the other end. So potentially there could be something aiding it. So you could be under something, I 
Hey, mate, keep up the good work. Uh, you're right in it again. Uh, it was great to see Paddy back in Paddy form last night. Clearly, the, we'll all monitor, everybody will monitor you more closely than us for Jeremy Cameron hamstring. It doesn't seem like it's too significant. So uh, there's a lot of blue skies in front of you. Uh, you lot down there. Good luck for the rest of the season. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Guys.